When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1832. Learn to listen to yourself by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading articles, book excerpts, even student essays to you every day, including holidays for over five years, covering personal development or self-help, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Learn to Listen to Yourself by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. One of the greatest gifts anyone can offer me is to make me feel truly heard, like they care what I have to say and how I feel, no judgment or trying to fix me. The gift of a safe space to hash things out and express what is on my mind and heart so that I can heal and gain clarity and have the courage to move forward. I shared how this might have helped me when, as a teen, I wanted to die. I don't need you to tell me what to do, I usually already know, but when you hear me, I feel loved, I release shame, and I gain courage to take yet another step into who and how I choose to be in the world. But here's another truth. We turn to coaches and counselors, sisters and girlfriends to be heard, but do we offer ourselves the same precious gift? Do we practice hearing and honoring ourselves first, offering our own person the grace and compassion that we seek from others? Do we have the courage to look inward and learn to listen to what our minds, bodies, and spirits are telling us? This needs to be the starting place. We need to learn to listen to ourselves. We read every new book that comes out, travel to conferences, jump at the chance to hear that guest speaker. We constantly gather information, jump on board with a new fad, eagerly try out the new pill or the new program, hoping that we will find the answer we seek outside of ourselves. Talking with our best friends, offering our well-thought-out opinions on social media and monthly meetups with a life coach, all serve a purpose. But becoming more clearly ourselves, figuring out who we want to be, what we need, identifying the real passion or gifts we want to bring to the world, putting our finger on the place of unrest, the root of our dis-ease, These all come as we learn to listen to ourselves. We so desperately want to be heard, so let us practice hearing ourselves. With practice, we become better attuned to what our minds, bodies, and spirits are speaking, quicker to trust the still, small voice, more confident that we already know what it is we need or that the answer will come and we have only to still ourselves and listen. We can practice listening in myriad ways 
but today I wanna offer some questions we might use as we practice pause, go inward, and learn to listen. Number one, at the end of the day, we can take a few calming breaths and simply ask, how did my day go today? We might take note of three things we are grateful for, two things we did well today, one thing we would do differently next time. In this way, we can begin to live more mindfully. Number two, when strong emotions bubble up, we can get alone for a minute and ask, what am I feeling right now? The spilled milk is probably not the real issue. It is more likely that there is a deeper root of fear or overwhelm lurking beneath the surface. We can create space for tears if need be. Please create space for tears. Remind ourselves that our feelings are not bad, not rage, nor fear, anger, sadness, grief, loneliness, pleasure, or delight. And pay attention to where that emotion lives in our body, in our tense shoulders, our temples, our clenched fists or jaw, that throbbing pain in our legs. We'll begin to see more clearly the connection between our feelings and our physical symptoms. Number three, if a strong urge to binge arises, whether on Netflix, sleep, food, or alcohol, we can notice, pause, and listen in after asking, what do I truly need right now? We might notice that we are physically or emotionally hungry, incredibly tired, afraid, or excited. When we do go ahead and eat or take some downtime, we can check in and ask, is this truly nourishing me? As a way of getting clearer on what it is that actually makes us feel well-fed and rested so that we begin to live more intentionally rather than on autopilot. Number four, before pressing buy now or signing up for that course or saying yes to one more engagement, we can breathe and pause, perhaps take a 24-hour pause and ask, will this truly serve me right now? We might consider if it aligns with our current financial or life goals or if it honors the season we are in. We might ask if we even truly like, need, have room for this new item, food, or experience, or if we are simply afraid of missing out, acting on impulse, numbing, or following the crowd. And little by little, we will begin to live more authentically. Number five, in the heat of the moment, when we want to lash out, honk the horn, yell at the kids, or leave a nasty reply on Facebook, we can choose to back away and ask ourselves, who do I choose to be? We cannot control other people or all circumstances, but we do decide for ourselves how to respond and speak and treat others. In creating a pause, we will make wiser decisions about when and how to speak up and when to walk away. We will hear and honor that inner wisdom that we so often ignore when adrenaline roars or cortisol spikes. And number six, when we are anxious and too busy and feeling like if someone adds just one more task to our tippy mile-high pile of to-dos, we will break, we can gently set down the load and ask, what do I need to let go of? No one else can swoop in and reprioritize for us. No coach or decluttering guru or spiritual advisor knows your life inside and out like you do, although they can come alongside and support you. I bet you already know what it is that you need to release in this season, but it might feel scary and hard. So let's take the pause, acknowledge the feelings that come up, but learn to listen to what our mind, body, and spirit are speaking. Often the first thing we do when excited, anxious, or afraid is seek the support, direction, or affirmation of others. But I believe that greater wisdom comes when we first pause, go inward, and learn to listen. You just listened to the post titled, Learn to Listen 
to yourself by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. Outside of meditation, her ideas of practicing listening are great examples. For me, the hardest part is remembering to do these practices. So for example, with number two, emotions bubbling up, it can be really hard in that moment to just stop and ask yourself what you're feeling, especially if it's an emotion like anger that's bubbling up. To stop, pause, take a deep breath, and listen, that takes a lot, a lot of awareness, and a lot of self-control, really. If you're not naturally born with a skill like that, I find that practicing catching your thoughts is a huge step forward to get there. And of course, the practice of catching your thoughts is meditation. But for some of us, we can remember and simply catch ourselves, or we can use outside tools like Headspace or a wristband or listening to a podcast multiple times. All these things are tools to help us listen to ourselves better. And it's up to you to figure out what works best in your case. Feel free to let me know what does work for you. I'm all ears. And with that, thank you for listening and being here and for subscribing to the show. Have a great rest of your day. I'll be back tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.